What's up, guys? Welcome to Scale Without Sacrifice with me, your host, Alexis Bartok. Whether you're overwhelmed by the chaos of scaling or simply looking for tangible solutions in the realm of operations, leadership, and online business, we've got you covered. Here we dive deep into our entrepreneurial experiences, revealing valuable lessons and offering a rare glimpse into the unfiltered realities and core principles that drive industry leaders. Our mission is to show you that it is possible to scale without compromising what matters most to you, giving you permission to enjoy the now. Let's dive in. So in the process of handing off uh, responsibilities, Mm -hmm. I want to create some SOPs today and tomorrow with those However, how would you uh, store and organize them? Would you just, for now, would you just have a chart? Would you have a sheet? Would you, where would you put all that? Really great question. Um, It's kind of multifaceted, okay? So first answer is going to be the simplest answer, but it's not the long-term solution. So first thing, I always have them in Google Drive. Like whenever I create them, they're their own docs, right? Because I just like there being a backup in case something were to happen to any software we're using in terms of like Notion, ClickUp, whatever. Um, one time I was like locked out of Asana and was never allowed back in. I don't use Asana anymore. But like if everything had been in there, I would want to die. So like I like having things backed up. So first things first, create them individually in Google Docs and organize the folders. So, you know, if we, if you want an SOP folder, depending on how your brain works and how these SOPs are, you could then have either subsequent folders for like departments, like SOP marketing, SOP sales, SOP operations. Um, you also can have, it depends on how your brain works. Like you could do that where all the SOPs live in one folder. You can also have it that each folder in the drive, like the way that I, suggest orchestrating and organizing the Google Drive, which is a scary place, um, is to have the like main folders or the departments. So those are like your umbrellas. So you have like marketing, sales, operations, fulfillment, and exec. And so those are the like the if your team is big enough, those might actually be shared drives. Like you might, depending on the size of your drive, because then you can only give certain people, certain access to those drives. If we're just like, keep it simple, I would just do those as folders and then there's folders within it. The reason I explained it like that is because depending on how your brain works, they can all live in the operations folder and you could have, you know, under that umbrella, a folder that says SOP and then those departments within it. Or you could have a folder within each of those. Like marketing can then have marketing SOPs, fulfillment, fulfillment SOPs. So that's like ground zero. There's two places that I think SOPs should always live. So one is in the correlating job description, the scorecard. No one really does this. I don't know why they don't. It's like a hack. Um, Your scorecard, once we create it, and this new person's scorecard will have the SOPs attached. So like if you're something in your scorecard says, um, you know, every day you send an email to clients, like the SOP would be hyperlinked to that. So that way, hey, I'm going to give this off my plate. You're just going to bloop, bloop that onto the new scorecard, basically. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're literally scorecards should be playbooks. Like, I don't know why people don't do this. Scorecards are literally playbooks where as soon as you have it, you know what you need for that role. Let's say we were just duplicate it. Literally, cool. 
here you go. Here's all of the SOPs and how to run this. Or if we're going to take some things off your plate, you're just creating a new scorecard. It's like recipes. So you're pulling a piece and putting it. So I would start there because of the question you asked was for hiring slash onboarding somebody, training them. So I would start with just having them live in Google Drive and on their scorecards. Longevity-wise, because I know your guys' business, we're going to want to set it up in ClickUp. So we're going to want to have a hub, a basically like company hub where we'll have, you know, mission, core values, all of the yummy stuff that everyone needs to know. We'll have team onboarding videos. Um, and then we'll also have like SOPs. And the great thing about doing it in ClickUp or Notion, they're really very similar, um, is that you can have a doc live in multiple places. Like you can link it. So we're going to have it in scorecards and we're also going to have it. Basically, we'll build out your skeleton. So the reason I had you create the skeleton We'll build that out with SOPs. All right, I lied. I put it in three places. I do the scorecard. (laughs) This is why I said keep it easy. Right now, just do the scorecard. Keep it in Google Docs. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Longevity-wise, there's three places. Scorecard, there's like the skeleton within ClickUp. And then I actually also put them on the skeletons in Miro. So I use Miro as like a control panel. And it's really, really cool because you can have docs live in it. So that way, everything you need is in like this control panel of the business in Miro. That's great. I think so this good. SOPs that you're talking about, though, scorecards are the answer because it's not necessarily like an assembly line that you're going to, you know, so that wouldn't live in Miro. Mm-hmm. And it's more, uh, it's concrete answers to creative problems. So it's like critical thinking, like I'm going to be doing a lot of looms mm-hmm. um, for a lot of these. And so I'm trying to think like the easiest way to download, like a way of thinking, like onto a piece of paper and like transfer what I'm thinking about this problem to that guy. Cause mm-hmm. I wish it was as simple as like, you just make this and then you do this, but it's kind of like a back end, like, Oh, but this software doesn't work with this software. So what now? Um, so that's super helpful. Yeah. That's going to be good. Pumped. It's like this, uh, decision trees, basically, like if thens of like, if this doesn't work, do this. If this does do that. I think the easiest way to teach someone to think is to tell them you're teaching them to think That's like that really sounds kind of kind of silly. Right. But like there's a very different I at least approach things very differently. If someone is like when you start your loom, be like, hey, this is going to be a lot of like if thens and a lot of little pieces that sometimes they work this way and sometimes they work that way. I want to teach you how to think so that way you know what to do with this and you feel super confident. And like you're basically framing the expectation of this isn't because if the expectation is I'm going to watch a loom video and know what to do and then it's a decision tree, I'm going to want to die. So you want to frame the expectation from the get go. So good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Great question. Thanks for hopping in with us for another episode of Scale Without Sacrifice. Remember, you chose this journey, and with every step, you're shaping the outcome. Hope you walk away feeling empowered, reassured, and motivated to tackle the challenges of scaling your business without missing out on life itself. If today's episode resonated with you, then don't forget to subscribe and share with others who'll benefit. We'll be back next time. And until then, just remember, enjoy the now.